I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me by phone today is the Executive Director of Clear Space Theatre Company in Rehoboth Beach, Wesley Paulson. Welcome, Wesley. Well, good to talk to you again, Paul. So glad to have you uh, on the show. We've we've done this drill before, but uh, you have a new season to uh, talk about and uh, a, a lot of exciting things happening in, in your future. So l- let's start, though, for our listeners who are not as familiar with ClearSpace, uh, just talking a little bit about uh, what ClearSpace Theater Company is and, and how it's grown over uh, how many years now? It's quite a few. Uh, we're in year 15. Um, it started, ClearSpace started in 2004 and uh, grew as a community theater until... 2011, when we moved into the former Epworth Church building and had a permanent home in the former sanctuary, and since then we've moved into a season of 12 to 13 productions and have grown our attendance over the years from somewhere around 15,000 to over 20,000 this year. We do a variety of uh, traditional musicals as well as contemporary plays and uh, also have an arts institute where we uh, provide classes for prospective actors of all ages. Let, let's uh, talk a little bit. I mean, I was I was on your website this morning, and your uh, your uh, programming for this year, twenty twenty, is is uh, quite impressive. It's it's a huge range of of musical theater, and then other uh, uh, performances and programs as well. But let's let's turn to the Arts Institute first. Uh, to talk a little bit about that program, because uh, ClearSpace, the name itself, I, I, I was also reading online, the, the name ClearSpace sort of speaks to the process of theater as well as the final product, uh, w- where you have a clear space in which you create Talk about that philosophy of the Clear Space Theater Company and how that uh, is implemented through your art institute. We implement the Clear Space uh, most visibly in our staging. We use a thrust stage in a 192-seat theater and very minimal props and sets. Um, As an example, a train scene in uh, the opening of Music Man is indicated by passengers sitting on a series of blocks and moving to the motion of the train, but there's not a lot of uh, props or things that would indicate you're in a railroad coach other than uh, the conductor and the the script and things, the cues that you get from what's going on Mm -hmm. in the written word. Um, We have a program of the Arts Institute uh, where we work with students of all ages in the same manner. Uh, We've started a new program this year called uh, Babies on Broadway, which are preschool and kindergartners uh, working on movement and singing. We have Broadway Bound, which is second to eighth graders uh, in a little bit more intense work on improv, singing, and movement. Uh, We move that into a high school program we call Spotlight on Young Performers. We used to call it children's theater, but people would say, I don't want to come to the show to see children. I think it's a play for children, and the kids are being a bit older kind of presented being called children's theater. Mm -hmm. So we call it a spotlight on young performers. Um, And that group performs twice a year, uh, fully staged productions. They'll do high school musical uh, in April. And in the fall, they're going to do uh, the musical Honk. Uh, In the past, they've done The Addams Family. 
and um, into the woods. Uh, we worked with them on even doing um, Sondheim. So that's that's uh, that trajectory. Then for adults, we offer workshops on uh, stage combat this year, accents, uh, how to audition. And our older adults participate in a program called Broadway Legends where they it's a version of what we would call reader's theater. They have a notebook with the music, enough of the script to hold the storyline together, and they do a little bit of movement. So that we, we offer classes for all ranges. And what is the age range of uh, young people that uh, participate in the Arts Institute? Uh, the age range is from second grade up through seniors in high school. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's a great program. Uh, the students who have moved into Spotlight on Young Performers often are featured, uh, get to be featured on our main stage in lead roles. Um, an example was a young woman who played the lead in Bye Bye Birdie uh, two seasons ago and currently on stage in uh, Curious Sense of Dog in the Nighttime is Gavin Connor, who has been with our program for about seven or eight years. He's a junior in high school, and he's got the lead role as Christopher. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and some of your students go on to uh, major in theater in college, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, several, several of our students are at the uh, Institute of the Arts in Philadelphia. Uh, somebody was at Temple for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of them are at Wagner and Pace in New York State. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of them have gone on to theater-related careers, or, or study. Uh, one of our alumni from the Arts Institute is, is taking directing and stage management at the, uh, in Philadelphia, and another one is actually going into marketing and things, but she attributes that to her work and confidence in being on stage and how to present herself with people. So in addition to having access to uh, young performers through uh, the Arts Institute, you also, ClearSpace has expanded its uh, approach to casting its shows. Uh, I know we've talked in the past about you participating with the, uh, the Straw Hat auditions in New York, I believe. Uh, speak a little bit about how you've expanded your, your pool of actors that you draw from. We have participated. This is our, I think, sixth year at Straw Hats New York. Straw Hats is an open audition call for theaters like Clear Space, mainly on the East Coast. So our artistic director, David Button, will be up there with many others. And if you are an actor, you get 90 seconds to make an impression uh, amongst the pool of directors. Um, it's something I want to go observe because as somebody more involved in nonprofit management and arts management, I'm fascinated by the fact that you as an actor have just that window in which to get the attention of multiple people all looking uh, to cast you in the summer. So that's been our sixth year. Um, Out of that, we've developed some relationships. Some of those actors have come back now as graduates from college and uh, filled roles for us. Um, And in addition, uh, the benefit of that is some of our Arts Institute uh, mostly uh, high school juniors and seniors who are in our main stage shows in summer, get that interaction with the actors who are getting training in New York and other uh, colleges, mostly on the East Coast. So it's a win-win for us. Uh, we have access to dancers and singers that might not be available locally, and our own uh, students get that uh, ability to interact with 
people who are moving on in professional training. So with that growth in uh, ClearSpace's uh, access to actors, I assume there's also been an evolution in the organization and the logistics of handling out-of-town actors. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, we use a uh, host family model for our actors. Uh, many of our patrons and subscribers will host an actor for the summer, open their homes to them, and so the actors have lodging in town, and uh, they also the actors will also have the opportunity sometimes to either direct or be uh, a counselor or a choreographer for our summer camps. Um, and we've also had some of them work in our box office, and they really round out the community that we have here uh, in, in Rehoboth in terms of the arts. Um, it's It's been a real benefit. We've been able to do shows like Rent and Chorus Line where you need strong dancers or a diverse cast, and that isn't often the case locally. While we treasure our local actors, uh, sometimes you need to expand your pool of people. And this has been a real benefit to us and to the community. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to take a look at your season and uh, what, what the ramifications are for being a year-round theater company in what uh, many view as a resort uh, summertime community, which for Rehoboth is really no longer the case. But let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest uh, joining us by phone today is the executive director of Clear Space Theater Company, Wesley Paulson. Wesley, uh, I, I mentioned before the station identification uh, that the Clear Space has evolved to become a year-round theater company uh, in uh, a, a community which certainly in the summer is much more robust in its activity and population than it is the rest of the year. Talk about what that means to be a theater company that is uh, marketing to both the locals as well as to people who are coming in for a week or two in the summer. We try with the we try to balance our season in consideration of the the growing local population year-round, and the summertime, uh, I guess I can use the tourist market, people who come in for a week or so. So our summer, with that in mind, our summer shows tend to be more accessible, uh, popular things. Uh, we did Mama Mia last year, which set a brand-new record. This summer we're going to do Sister Act, Cabaret, and Lacage. So we try to pick three musicals that would appeal to a different uh, spectrum of a, of a large audience. But our off-season uh, off schedule has expanded greatly. We now have a list of 200 uh, subscriber accounts representing probably close to 400 patrons who have committed to year-round ticket purchases. I would say at least half, if not more, live here. Mm -hmm. and have committed to uh, attending theater year-round. Others are people who have homes here for the weekends and plan their weekends to come down through the year in order to uh, attend one of our, our shows. Uh, in summer, uh, we have people who schedule their summers around our season and what's going on uh, with the Arts Institute. We even have grandparents and parents who schedule their vacation week so that a child or grandchild can participate in one of our summer camps. So I think we've adapted well 
to blending that uh, peak season audience along with a year-round schedule. Now, I'm curious, and and I think I know the answer to this, but I don't want to assume. Is the summer schedule of shows more a summer stock type schedule where you have multiple shows going on concurrently? Yes, our summer our summer schedule, we use a repertory schedule, mm-hmm. which means that we have three shows each running two nights a week. So uh, this summer sister act might be on on Monday and Tuesday, Cabaret Wednesday, Thursday, and then Lacage Friday, Saturday. And then that schedule, without getting too complicated, uh, then rotates a little bit uh, so that it's not ev- the same show on Monday, Tuesday, every week. But So we run a repertory model uh, as opposed to having a show on for a number of weeks while the next one's in rehearsal. Now, it, out of season in the, in the fall and winter, do you go back to a more traditional scheduling of one show at a time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. We normally will run three weekends uh, Friday night, Saturday night, a Sunday matinee for three weekends, and then a Thursday matinee uh, to catch uh, our. We've got a growing group of uh, a growing group business of people uh, from cheer centers, churches. Uh, we partner with Kent Sussex Industries and Cape Penlopen High School. A nice group of people who come to see the matinee on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, with the repertory schedule in the summer, you have actors that are conceivably appearing in more than one of those three shows. Correct. Yes, that's correct. Um, we have people in all three shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to balance that a little bit where the uh, actor may have a lead role in one show, maybe a featured character in another, and then an ensemble actor in the third, so that uh, it allows uh, more of the, the actors to each have a featured role or a lead role and also doesn't put too much on one particular actor to carry three shows. And did I hear you say that they also may be assisting with the summer camp program? Yes. Uh, they, we will have uh, somebody will might be the director of a summer camp. They might be the choreographer for a summer camp. Or they may be a counselor uh, so that we, you know, we maintain a, a safe operation for our children to make sure there's adequate coverage for adults. So some of the actors will help us with that. So while it may seem idyllic that the actor is spending the summer at the beach, they are kept pretty busy. We they have that option, and we do have we do have we do have some that uh, act for us, and then may get a job on the economy, waiting tables or working retail. And we have a few who are blessed enough that they do. Uh, they're in the shows, they've rehearsed with us, and then they're on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's a nice variety. Yeah. And and where so by going to New York with auditioning, you're you're pulling actors from all over. I would assume. Yes, yes, we've had actors from as far away as California, New Mexico, Oklahoma, uh, Texas, primarily East Coast, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. by the nature of where the auditions are. But we've had actors from all over the country. Right, that's really exciting. Well, let's let's uh, take a look uh, in a little more depth at your season. You mentioned that you're. Currently in production with uh, *Curious Incident of the Dog* in the the uh, the nighttime. Uh, what else is on the docket for this year? Uh, our spotlight performers uh, in April will do *High School Musical*. In May, we like to do a more contemporary musical, so we're doing *You're in Town*. Uh, June features usually a small ensemble type of production, so uh, two returning actors, uh, Jacob. Waldron and uh, Mackenzie Jones will be doing a play called Constellations. 
for one weekend. Mm. Um, then summer rep, we go out full blast with some uh, sister act, cabaret, and lacage a faux. Uh, in the fall, uh, in September, we're doing a, something a little bit different. We've normally done a contemporary issue play, such as Wit or How I Learned to Drive this September. We're going to do Streetcar Named Desire, uh, put Tennessee Williams on stage, which mm. is new for us. Um, we've got Carrie in October. Our high schoolers are doing Honk, and then we're going to wound out the season uh, with Elf for the holidays. Well, a really ambitious season. So how far in advance uh, have you cast these shows? Uh, the summer shows will be cast probably after – will be cast after David Button, our artistic director, gets back from Straw Hats. Okay. Um, the fall show, I believe he's got leads in mind for Streetcar and for Elf, but uh, casting probably otherwise stays pretty current with the shows, usually two or three months out to finalize everything. And what's, what's the rehearsal period for any particular show? Or does that vary uh, based uh, on whether you're uh, in the summer repertory model or the... Uh, Off-season, off season it's usually a uh, probably five to six, seven-week rehearsal time to put a production up. In summer, it's three weeks. Uh, they'll start at the beginning of June, go for 12 hours a day depend, uh, for most of the uh, straw hat actors, uh, and we'll rehearse in the morning. They'll rehearse one show the afternoon, the second show, and in the evening, a third show. So they are mm-hmm. in rehearsal six days a week for three weeks to get these shows up and running. That's pretty intense. Uh, we, have oh my a God. Few, we have a few minutes left, but before I forget... Uh, let me ask you to uh, uh, inform our listeners as, as to how they can find out more about Clear Space Theater Company. Uh, we, our listeners can go to our website, clearspacetheater.org. They can call our box office, 302-227-2270. And we're also on Facebook uh, for Clear Space Theater Company. Now, we, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, uh, anything to share about your uh, the future, either immediate or long-term? Uh, you've been a growing and a robust organization in Rehoboth. Yes, we have outgrown this wonderful facility, uh, and the landlord has new plans to redevelop the building. So in 2021, we will be at the Rehoboth Convention Center in anticipation of opening our new facility in 2022. Uh, we're designing uh, the building we're in now, we're in a church sanctuary with fairly level seating, and the new theater would have 250 seats with a sloped floor and very comfortable seating and a nice stage with fly space. So that's what we're looking forward to. So so to date, you've been performing in spaces that were not initially designed as theater. This will be your opportunity to move into a theater-designed space, correct? That's correct. We're looking forward to it. Our patrons have been very patient uh, as the, as I might brag, as the quality of the productions have grown, they've looked around the facility and said, uh, your chairs and seating and all of your uh, patron accommodations need to catch up. So that's that's what we're headed to. Now, going back to something we talked about a little bit, I'm, I'm curious. We've got about a minute and a half left here. Uh, sure. I, I, I'm intrigued by the challenge you must face in marketing because you're marketing to both the resident population but also marketing to attract those people coming in for a week or two in the summer. What, what, what kind of challenges does that pose for you? We have to look at local uh, opportunities to promote ourselves as well as what is 
what opportunities there are to promote ourselves in the Washington and Philadelphia markets. So uh, we do mostly local advertising and promotion. We will partner with our Southern Delaware Tourism Board for more regional outreach. And occasionally we will market uh, in specific targeted publications and news media, uh, in particularly Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Washington. So it does take a little bit to kind of split your dollars and your time to see where that return on is uh, for promotion. And, and you mentioned earlier that you actually have people now planning their summer vacations around uh, the shows that you're doing at any given time in the summer, correct? Yes, we do. People, uh, we get feedback in surveys and things, and they call ahead and say, what are you planning this summer? We're booking our schedule, and we want to see, we, you know, tell us what you have, and then we'll arrange our vacation accordingly. And you, you mentioned David Button by name. As the artistic director, what is his role with Clear Space Theater Company? We've got about a minute left. Sure. David, um, David is our artistic director, so he plans the season. Uh, really, he's got a great model for how things fit. Um, he also oversees our Arts Institute. He's got the real vision for the artistic side of the house. We have a great partnership. I tend to run the, the business side of things and work with the board of directors, and David provides the artistic leadership for the company. Well, and the two of you as a team have been doing a, an amazing job at keeping Clear Space uh, alive and well, and uh, growing and serving uh, Southern Delaware, uh, both residents and uh, the tourist population as well. Our guest today has been Wesley Paulson, the executive director of Clear Space Theater Company. Wesley, thank you so much for joining us today. And, Paul, thank you for the invitation to share our news with the, the audience. Oh, it's our pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.